the Lord. Amen. We are here. And there is victory in that. Another day. Hallelujah. That the Lord has made and we are rejoicing and we are definitely glad in it. How was your week? How was your week? We are live in here and we're just enjoying the opportunity to come together. Welcome to the Laborers for His Harvest Ministries broadcast together with him. And I'm Sister Ann Moles and I will be your MC today. Jesus. How about it? And spend some time together in the word with him and enjoy the Lord. Amen. Hello everyone. Praise God. Today is uh, kind of a groovy day for me. I'm looking for it to be uh, sort of laid back and relaxed and not so stressful. Huh? Not so stressful because there's a lot going on, of course. But, you know, one thing about spending time with the Lord is that we don't have to worry about the stress of life. We are to cast all of our cares upon Him for He cares for us. And with that, um, you know, we're just gonna just be chilly. <laughs> just take it easy. Yeah, it's kind of a groovy day for me. And I'm hoping that your day is going great. I hope that you've had an opportunity to already spend some time with him in the word. Because, you know, the Sunday is really the Lord's day. It really is. It's the Lord's day. And we just give it all to him. We 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 tithe. We give him the first fruit of our week. We give him the first time, first opportunity to spend any time and do anything with with uh, with the week and with each other. We we give it all to him. Amen. Let's go ahead and pray. Open up in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for another opportunity to come before you, another time to come together with you and our brothers and sisters in Christ. And we just thank you that you've kept us all week long, God. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. And we ask, God, that you'll open our ears and you'll open our hearts and our minds and where we can focus on you today, just, just for a little while, God, spending some time together with you. And God, I just ask that I decrease, that you may increase. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So I hope you've had a chance to make it and get online here. Uh, we're, we do simulcast, so we have, uh, we're on uh, YouTube and we're on Facebook oh, oh, and Twitch. Amen. And we also do our podcast. So we actually upload all of the broadcasts to podcasts. We 
uh, are also available where if you're wanting to replay or send a link to uh, an unsafe friend or loved one, the lfhhm.org link. Uh, the broadcast can be accessed through the website there. And, you know, they're just ways to, to get the word out for Jesus. And that's what we're here to do is just get the word out for Jesus. Amen. Well, let's go ahead and dive right in and enjoy some music in the Lord. And this first song, this first song, oh, let's see here. John, you see, I just got papers here, lots of information to try to help me stay on track. This is not easy to do, I'm telling you. And that might be why not so many people are doing it, but we're we're doing it in Jesus' name. We're not in a better way. And he said he's not going to give up on himself, and we shouldn't. God hasn't given up on us. As long as he wakes us up in the morning, huh? it's another opportunity, and it will be a better way. God has opened great doors for us to where we can receive a better way through him. Amen. Uh, did you catch where that particular group is out of Wichita, Wichita, Kansas. Amen. So shout out to those hanging out and doing big things. Rapper MC Patton uh, and Tim Henderson and Israel Gates and J.B. Powell out of Wichita, Kansas. That was a cool video. And I tell you, that other one, Young Zealous, did you check his video out? He had, the way they were parting the, uh, the look, looked like they were parting the Red Sea. The children of Israel were walking through, or, and we as, as you know, children walking through life and the, the waves and the, he just parted that where they could just walk right through. God does that. He, he makes it great for us. And he bears those burdens. Amen. Well, go ahead and get your Bible. We're going to go right into the Word of God today. Get your Bible. Get your Bible. And, uh, well, here's here's my big Bible. Now, I'm going to bring another one, uh, show another one next week. I have all kinds of Bibles. And I think it's important to have because it's like, um, you. of course, you have the different versions where you can study, but also uh, just for different opportunities. You know, you may want something uh, larger to to uh, kind of something weighty when you're studying, you know, and it's bigger, the letters are bigger. You might want that. Uh, another a reason why you would want a different kind of Bible, you may want a smaller one. You may not want to uh, carry a heavy Bible. Bible. You know, you want to carry something smaller and compact to where you can get in and out and hit that word like when you're witnessing, huh? When you're witnessing, you don't want to carry a big old heavy Bible. That kind of is kind of distract, distracting, but it's kind of hard to do. So you have different Bibles for different occasions. Um, and then that favorite one that you open up every day and enjoy the rich deliciousness of God's word. Amen. Well, praise the Lord, Dr. Clark. I'm glad you're on today. You've joined blessings to you all in Jesus' name as well over there. Uh, 
and Joanna Richards, Sister Joe, good to see you today. I'm glad you were able to make it. Praise God for you. Well, let's go right into the Word of God, y'all. And I hope you've got your Bible. And let's take a look at John chapter 10. And we're going to read verses 7 through 10. All right, let's look at John chapter 10, verses 7 through 10. So Jesus said again, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, I am the door for the sheep leading to life. All who came before me as false messiahs and self-appointed leaders are thieves and robbers, but the true sheep do not hear them. I am the door. Anyone who enters through me will be saved and will live forever and who will go in and out freely and find pasture, spiritual security. The thief comes only in order to steal and kill and to destroy. I came that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. Mm, how about God? That Amplified version is kind of rich too, isn't it? It expounds on that word. And let's look at First John chapter 3 verse 8 okay 1st John chapter 3 verse 8 now 1st John is in the New Testament too and it's kind of toward the end of the Bible all right and it says the one who practices sin separating himself from God and offending him by works of disobedience indifference or rebellion is of the devil and takes his inner character and moral values from him, not God. For the devil has sinned and violated God's law from the beginning. The Son of God appeared for this purpose, to destroy the works of the devil. Amen. Amen. The bailout. Whether we realize it or not, everyone is being affected by the crash of the economy. Hmm. Whether you have a job or even own the job, like you're the boss, you have companies, businesses, we're all being affected. Well, what is a bailout? Well, it's an act of giving financial assistance to a failing business or economy to save it from collapse. Now, if this is one of man's physical conditions, right? We, we, uh, we live in a physical world, right? We're, we're people, we go to work, we live in houses, we drive cars. If we live in a physical condition, uh, that is failing and in trouble, the financial industry, failing and in trouble, there must be a side to the situation of man that is spiritual, right? So what in the world is really going on? Well, 
First John chapter 3 and 8 just told us it's the devil and those who follow the devil. Hmm. Oh boy, I tell you. But you know what, that slew foot, he don't stop me. I praise my God. Amen. Now, as believers, we are to stand on the wall to watch and pray for the events and tidings that go on here, that goes on here on the earth, right? So if we're believers, we just don't get saved and it's about me, myself, and I, me, my, my four no more. No. Uh, we, of course, live and uh, watch our, our lives, but as we see the enemy and as we see different events going on, we, we also educate and direct those and say, hey, trouble's coming. Trouble's coming. Hmm? We've been given dominion victory. That's what I like to call it. Dominion victory back through salvation, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And have been given authority in Jesus' name to pull God's will here on earth. So we pull it down. I, I see when the will of God, I, I, I think of it like this. The will of God is there. And in praise and in prayer, we're praying in his word. And we're pulling God's will down from heaven to here on earth to where we can use it whatever we need. Amen. Because his will is being done in heaven. So as his will is being done in heaven, I'm praying and I'm pulling that will down. Hallelujah. For his will to be done on earth too. Yeah, without God, mankind falls victim to the enemy. Without God, now you know, we don't want to give the devil any credit you know because God himself is all-powerful Jesus he rose with heaven and earth the power of the keys to death hell and the grave in his hand amen so uh, Jesus overcame the enemy and he overcomes the enemy but it is it is our job as believers to fight the good fight of faith in God and to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ to tell others about it yeah if I just get saved myself then what good is it yeah I, I God so loved the world so I want to be able to tell everybody about the gospel of Jesus Christ all right let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 28 verses 1 through 15 now Deuteronomy is in the Old Testament yeah, it's in the Old Testament. Now, Deuteronomy is the fifth book of the Hebrew Bible in the Old Testament. Yeah, the name Deuteronomy comes from the Septuagint's Greek title for the book to it's Deuteronomum. Deuteronomium. Deuteronomium. Meaning second law or repeated law. Yeah, really repeated. That's something that really grasped hold to uh, the thought when I was reading. And you'll see when you read this scripture as well. 
You want to be re, remind yourself. You want to remember what God says about this scripture. As believers, we need to remind ourselves of this word of repeated law. All right. So let's look at the scriptures. Starting at verse one. Now, it shall be if you diligently listen to and obey the voice of the Lord, your God, being careful to do all his commandments, which I am commanding you today, the Lord, your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. All these blessings will come upon you and overtake you if you pay attention to the voice of the Lord, your God. You will be blessed in the city and you will be blessed in the field. The offspring of your body and the produce of your ground and the offspring of your animals, the offspring of your herd and the young of your flock will be blessed. Your basket and your kneading bowl will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come in and blessed you will be blessed when you go out. The Lord will cause the enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before you. They will come out against you one way, but flee before you seven ways. The Lord will command the blessings upon you in your storehouses and in all that you undertake. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God gives you. The Lord will establish you as a people holy and set apart to himself, just as he has shown to you. If you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk, that is, live your life each day and every day in his ways. So all the people of the earth will see that you are called by the name of the Lord and they will be afraid of you. The Lord will give you great prosperity in the offspring of your body and in the offspring of your livestock and the produce of your ground in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers to give you. The Lord will open for you his good treasure house, the heavens, to give rain to your land in its season and to bless all the work of your hand and you will lend to many nations. But you will not borrow. The Lord will make the head leader, make you the head leader and not the tail follower. And you will be above only and you will not be beneath. If you listen and pay attention to the commandments of the Lord your God, which I am commanding you today to observe them carefully. Do not turn aside from any of the words which I am commanding you today to the right or to the left to follow and serve other gods. But it shall come about if you do not listen to and obey the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do all his commandments and his statutes which I have commanded you today, then all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. Now, there are consequences of disobedience, being disobedient. 
And what I want to challenge you to do, we're not going to read Deuteronomy 28 verses 15 through 68. I want you to read that on your own. Read it on your own. It is a version. Find it. It is. It is. It is a scripture that is just. It's serious, y'all. Yeah, when when you follow the word of God, just as He has shared all of the blessings and promises in verses one through fifteen. You follow him, you get saved, you hang in there with all that you have. You receive the word of God, you're obedient to it. Let the Holy Ghost lead you, resist the devil and he'll flee from you. All of that, then the blessings will come. But when we choose to reject God, see, what happens then is that all of these curses show up. And it's not so much that God, you know, people say, well, why did God do this to me? Mm-mm. God did not do that. He set up processes in life, things that bring life. And he set up processes that will bring death. And he even tells us to choose life. Amen. Choose those good, rich things that he's put on earth to do. But if we want to take it upon ourselves and say, okay, I'm going to follow mm, that slew foot lying devil, then what do we expect? Do we expect that good would come from being disobedient? Certainly not. But find a version that will uh, expound on what these scriptures are saying when you read Deuteronomy 28. 15 through 68. That's some homework. You need to read it. Amen. Because just as we want the good, we always want good. Oh, yes, God is so good and he's going to bless me and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But there are consequences to disobedience. It just is. Now, these scriptures, these scriptures that you're going to read, they are brutal and real it is true in the weeks to come we do plan to uh, compare the curses that are written in verses 16 through 68 um, to what is happening in the world today so we're going to do a comparison we ever wonder why does this stuff happening why is it happening well it's because of what people are making choices to do in verses 15 through 68. Yeah. Either you do or you don't love him. Love the Lord. Amen. Use these scriptures as a true warning of what happens when people don't follow the word of God and receive his blessings. It's a true warning. Amen. God will not tell us to do anything that we couldn't do. If it couldn't be done, he does not set us up for failure. Nope. That's not what kind of God he is. If it couldn't be done, he wouldn't tell us to do it. But we as believers, 
have been given the power of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus to have victory and choose to resist the devil and do God's will. Yeah, we've been given that blessing, that victory as believers. Praise God. As believers, we are to be watchmen on the wall. Watchmen on the wall. That's like in, in Ezekiel uh, chapter 33, verses 1 through 7. And you can read that on your own too. Tell us about the watchmen on the wall. As believers, we're to be salt and light in a dark world. Yeah, like in Matthew chapter 5, verses uh, 13 through 16. Read that. As believers, we are to be pillars in the church. Now, now what a pillar is, what does a pillar do? A pillar in a building holds the building up. Yeah, it holds the, the building up in the middle and, and the walls. It holds the building up. So if we're to be pillars, and that's referenced in Galatians chapter 2, verse 9, and also in 1 Timothy chapter 3 and 15, then that means we're to do God's will to hold up to hold up and take a stand before the world what the true and living God is like through our very lives. Yeah, to be prayed up, to, to show enough be saved, truly, truly pressing in. That's what we mean by, by being saved, not playing around. Today say, one day I'm going to do it, next day I'm, God, you know my heart, mm-mm, I ain't. No, that's not who we are we're to be pillars strong in the Lord and in the power of his might yeah now I do want to read Luke chapter 9 verses 59 through 62 we as believers are to be the ones that God can count on can God count on you yeah can he count on you? I, I work hard every day to stay focused so that I know my God can count on me. I resist that devil every day. There are things that I have to do just like everyone else. We're all in this. We have the same, same requirements and responsibilities to resist and to be strong in the Lord can God count on you? Let's look at Luke chapter 9, verses 59 through 62. Now, God has provided us a way of escape. And it's through his church. Yeah, the bride of Christ. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. Yeah. In other words, even he don't care what the devil throws. It's not going to be victorious 
and conquer and destroy the church of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And we're the church. We're his body. Amen. The church body. Praise God. And of course that's referenced in Matthew chapter 16 verses 15 through 20. These are scriptures that you should look up on your own. But let's go ahead and you know what I'm going to have to look at. I have to turn to Luke. I referenced it, but I need to turn to it now. Luke chapter 9 verses 59 through 62. So let's go ahead and take a look at that scripture. Amen. And we're about done. This time sure does go by fast. It really does, doesn't it? All right. Luke chapter 59, verse 62, and I'm going to read it in the Amplified. Okay. And he said to another, become my disciple. Now, this is Jesus talking to the people. Yeah, he's talking to them. And he said to another, he said to someone, he said, become my disciple. Side with my party and accompany me. But he replied, Lord, permit me first to go and bury, await the death of my father. But Jesus said to him, allow the dead to bury their own dead. But as for you, go and publish abroad throughout all regions the kingdom of God. Yeah, so he told him, he said, look, go, go declare the word of God throughout all nations. Be a, be a disciple. Go out there. Be a missionary. All right. Amen. Then let's look at verse uh, 61. Another also said, now this is someone else talking to Jesus. I will follow you, Lord, and become your disciple and side with your party. But let me first say goodbye to those at my home. Jesus said to him, No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back to the things behind is fit for the kingdom of God. Yeah, everybody's got an excuse. Everybody's got an excuse. And that's kind of normal. Because that's a temptation. Those are choices we have to make in life. Yeah. Everybody's got an excuse. Do I want to do this? Lord? The Lord tells you to do something. He puts it in your heart. Equips you. You're gifted to do it. And still, sometimes we make excuses. I've been there. It took a while me to do what the Lord put in my heart to do for various reasons yeah so we don't judge but when we read that scripture Jesus himself says look you put your hand to the plow and you look back you're not fit for my kingdom you can't work for me <laughs> you got to get yourself together some more you have to grow up get it together 
So, you know, that's what we want to do. And that's why we're here together. Getting in that word to know what the Lord said, reading it for ourselves, and then being prayerful and focused to get it done. Yeah. God does provide a way of escape. Yes, he does. And let's look at, um, let's look at the attribute of God. Let's look at his attribute. One of the attributes that, that when I was looking over the, the attributes, God is self-sufficient. Yep. He has no needs. You know, and, and that right there says something. People say, oh, well, you know, we think that, that God needs us. No. No, he doesn't. He loves us. He would be pleased. He told us. He asked us. You know, he says, come on, follow me. You know, be on my side. Let's, let's, let's do it. Do it God's way. He encourages us, but he doesn't need us. I thank him for his patience. I do. Because when we think we're all puffed up, wow. Well, you know, God waiting. I do it when I feel. No, you don't do it when you feel like it. He don't need you. Yeah, he has no needs. He is self-sufficient, but he does love us. Amen. He loves us. Whoo, I tell you, God is super wonderful. He is so wonderful. And all of these blessings keep falling on me. Amen. And God's blessings, you know, he says in his word that he reigns on the unjust as well as the just. Yep. The unjust as well as the just. God is good. He is a good God. Yes, he is. And we sing that song, but he really is. You know, Baal, that Baal, Baal out, Baal. Baal, the meaning of it is that it's the temporary, temporary release of an accused person awaiting trial, sometimes on condition that a sum of money be lodged to guarantee their appearance in court. Yeah, Baal. Sounds kind of familiar, isn't it? God paid a ransom for us. He did. He paid a ransom for us, shed his own blood, bought us back, redeemed us from the enemy. And we all have to stand before God. We will all stand before him, either as a believer at the judgment seat of Christ, or still as a sinner, standing at the great white throne of judgment. You don't want to be standing in that line. No, yeah, I don't care what it sounds like. Great white throne of judgment. Yeah, it sounds maybe prestigious, especially in these days and times. But no, that's not the line you want to be in. You already want to be saved and redeemed. 
by the blood of the lamb. And you want to be in that in that line of the judgment before the judgment seat of Christ. And that's a not that you're going to get saved. You're already saved. Absent from the body present with the Lord. When we die as believers, to know that we'll be with him, that right there is great. That's awesome. That's so worth life living for him. But if you're not sure where you will be at that moment when you draw your last breath, yeah, you, you really need to ask the Lord. Ask yourself, yeah, am I, am I ready to go? Because really that's what all this is about. I don't care what the day looks like, good day, bad day. I don't care what the day looks like. We all have to be ready for that day. Because it's once appointed to man to die. We're all going to go. If he tarries, we're all going to go. And then, judgment. If you need to ask the Lord to be your personal Lord and Savior and start that journey with him, pray this prayer. Dear God in heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I acknowledge to you that I am a sinner. And I am sorry for my sins and the life that I have lived. I need your forgiveness. Please forgive me for my sins. I repent and turn away from sin. And I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins. And I am now willing to turn from my sin. I repent and turn away from sin. And I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, Shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins. And I am now willing to turn from my sin. Right now I ask you, Jesus, to be my Lord and Savior and Lord over my life and my soul.
with my heart. I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. This very moment I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. Lord Jesus, transform my life so that I may bring glory and honor to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer, you're on your way to a wonderful, with having a wonderful relationship with your Lord and Savior. Amen. Uh, now, there is a pamphlet on our website, uh, www.lfhhm.org. And with that, um, you can go out there and get that pamphlet and you'll get a clearer understanding of your uh, relationship with him and and what to expect, amen, while you journey with the Lord. I will shout out to um, a Sister May, amen, and Sister uh, Ida, Ida May, amen, peace be with you. Uh, Mother Ida May, amen. You guys just um, hang in there with the Lord, amen. He is worthy from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. And he will never let you down. He will never let you down. No, he won't. Uh, be mindful of what it is that we do do for him every day amen don't fall uh, victim fall into the temptation hand of the enemy it's, time is just winding up it's too late for all of that and every day that we give our life to the Lord and do what he asks us to do and in, in love for him and adoration for him that's what that uh, judgment seat of Christ is all about. When we stand before him as believers on that day, he's going to bless us and reward us for our faithfulness. Amen. Okay, so we're saved. But there's rewards in our faithfulness and our love for him. And he's going to pass out those rewards on that day. You ever wonder, you know, those that uh, really hang in there, don't, they don't seem like they have a whole lot. But they are mighty in God. And those prayers are mighty in God to the pulling down of strongholds. Be blessed. Be blessed. And until next time, we'll see you later. Pray for us. Thank you for joining the LFHHM broadcast, Together With Him. Special thanks to the LFHHM volunteers, friends, and the consultants at Union Rock Hill Films. One God, One Church. Don't forget to check out the discipleship resources at www.
lfhhm.org. There are also great volunteer opportunities. Click on the Contact Us tab and let us know you're interested. Be sure to subscribe, like, and sign up to review media notifications on events and updates. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is indeed plentiful, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest.